Hey guys, it's me, Adam, and welcome back to another episode of Racket Stream, your very personal podcast. Hope everyone is having an absolutely fine day today. Today's episode will be tackling quite a huge topic. We're going to dive right into an unconventional look towards video games. So as everyone knows, video games have never been something out of the norm for students. A demographic report in 2006 showed that in a study of 30,000 video game players, on average, youth spent 22 hours of game usage per week. Our mission here today is to look deeper into this issue, asking ourselves, as students, are video games good or bad? Here with me today to discuss this topic, we have Akif Adi Zulkifli from Taylor's College, Subang Jaya, to share with us his findings. Good morning, Akif. How are you? Good morning, Adam. I'm fine, thank you. Right, a little bit about our guest here today. Akif is currently pursuing mechanical engineering under PESP, Petronas Education Sponsorship Program, aiming to pursue his studies in Australia. Akif is also an avid Dota player, currently ranked Divine 4. So, Akif, how committed are you in video games? Uh, well, to me, like my commitment is mainly Dota, of course. And uh, I do have participated in some tournaments, amateur tournaments, uh, but maybe that didn't go so far. But uh, And also, in one day, probably uh, at one point, I play like, five hours up to eight hours a day and and so on and so forth. So I, I really do consider myself uh, quite a gamer. Mm, so games are a big part of your life. So uh, I, yes. I, I mean, I, I, I can also relate to that. I mean, I'm somewhat a gamer as well. I game sometimes. I'm not, I haven't competed in any championships yet, any tournament leagues before, but um, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm a... Uh, no, novice uh, gamer. Right, so Akif, why this topic in particular? Um, actually, this topic because uh, as you can see, um, many of our friends out there, they also do like to play games. And the difference is that some of them might not be too academically good, right? But they still play games. And some of them can be very good in academics at the same time. They do also play a lot of games. And how, how is that even possible? Like, uh, could gaming be the factor, right? All right. Okay, then. For a smooth flow uh, for this episode, there will be three segments to this interview. Our first segment would be regarding the benefits of playing video games. Our second segment would be about the detrimental effects. And our final segment, a discussion to find out where video games stand in the likes of students. Without further ado, we'll begin with the segment one, the benefits of games. So Akif, what do you have to share with us, the benefits of playing video games? All right, so firstly, video games can improve our vision. I know, like, uh, you might think, oh, but I've heard before, uh, video games actually destroy our eyesight because we look at the screen too much. Yes, that's true to a certain extent. As long as you are not staring at the screen for 10 hours straight playing video games, so... Playing video games can actually make better for vision. 
So I found out that in one study, 10 students who were not gamers were trained for 30 hours. And it is tested against 10 non-gamers in first-person action shooter games like Call of Duty, CSGO, and Blackshot. So the students who played those games were able to see objects clearly in cluttered spaces because of improved spatial resolution. They were able to train their brains to see even the smallest details because those details are the very thing that turned out to be important in the game. Like for example, you need to look at the map when you're uh, going around uh, diffusing the bombs or something like that, right? So this can even be related to an improvement in multitasking efficiency. So other than that, games can also teach you to be a better problem solver and strategist. Open world games, mission-based or mobile games such as Genshin Impact, Mobile Legends and Truth are designed like complex puzzles. These puzzles require you to require quite some time to play through. The solution may vary based on your playstyle and actions, right? Like what items do you buy, what heroes do you choose, for example. So learning to think on it, each of your strategy in most probably fast-paced fantasy environments is a skill that can translate to the real world. For example, like when we are driving, we have to look at a lot of things and it's also related to multitasking, right? One long-term study published showed that children who played strategy games showed an improvement in problem-solving skills and this uh, helped them to get better grades at school. So if I may, and um, lastly, right now that um, we can see that video gamers, they have an improved eyesight, their multitaskers and critical thinking skills um, improved significantly. So technically what we're uh, essentially looking at is games is actually a tool to help the brain improve. Am I right? Yes, definitely. So me as a student, uh, if I play video games as, a, uh, as an integral part of my life, I'm not, lit I'm not doing any harm to the brain. In another perspective to it, I'm actually doing a lot of beneficial things towards the brain. I'm improving my eyesight uh, and I'm also uh, training myself to be a lot better in multitasking. So it's really interesting to know those three things, just those three essential things, just by playing video games. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's very much uh, the application if you make video games as a hobby and those turn out to be beneficial in real life, right? And lastly, video games would inspire you to be persistent. So, like, it makes you have the strong will to try harder every time you fail a level, right? We can even apply that in studies where you, you know, we study harder to get better grades. Right. Um... I have a question though. So technically all these, uh, that last, that last uh, benefit that you mentioned was uh, being persistent, right? Um, to have that sense of persistency, you actually have to reflect on yourself after you play those video games, right? Oh, yes. Right. So that's an extra step that students might have to take. You can't just have the cake and eat it. You have to do an, a, a bit of extra work to reap the benefits as well. Uh, if you, if you like, don't exactly reflect on yourself after you play, like, how are you supposed to know your mistakes, right? 
exactly right yeah right um also to add on that if i may uh i myself found a research study conducted in 2008 concerning six different upper secondary malaysian students all doing their spm so according to the study they found that video games showed signs of improvements in four domains being cognitive motivational emotional and social um for first and foremost games gave them the opportunity for virtual socializing, interacting with gamers from all over the world. And this builds their self-esteem and self-confidence. So this skill you can't really get from a classroom setting. And uh, obviously, self-esteem and self-confidence is a crucial character to have uh, as a student. So here we can see that games act as a communication tool between players. And then we oh, have... Yes. Right. Especially, especially uh, those games where you have to collaborate with your team, right? Exactly, like yes. in mobile online battle arena games, you need to work together. And, right. and even other games in open world, MMORPGs, right? Right, yep. yes, absolutely. They, they bring, uh, bring you with a couple of other strangers in a one challenge, and you're supposed to do that together. So you have to strategize at the same time, communicate with each of them if you want that team to be a winning team. So yes, yeah. that's something that you can't really get from a classroom setting. Um, and also, to add on to uh, my findings just now, we have reports saying that players are learning management skills by playing video games. So, for instance, playing The Sims, which I think is a very popular game, uh, teaches finance management, resources, and human management to an extent, while playing the Rome Empire game allows players to control a government and its economy. Oh, wow. Like the game Civilization VI, right? Besides even doing that management, you create your empire and all. You even learn history from that. Right. So, Yes, exactly. Uh, Assassin's Creed, that actually happens in a historical past. So you actually get a glimpse of what actually happens in the, uh, in the past. So it's not technically uh, primarily focusing on education, teaching you the, uh, what happened in the history, but it acts as a passive paved way to learn something new. If you want to play games and you're playing those games, you're actually learning something at the same time enjoying yourself. And also other games also promote active engagement in high-order thinking skills. I, I guess uh, Akif just uh, mentioned about that. So games, essentially, almost every game tests your ability to find the best solution to perhaps uh, in Final Fantasy XV, defeating the final boss. You want to use which potion, you want to use which skills, which weapon is the best. Or perhaps even those simple games like cut the rope. You want to find the best strategy to get the candy to, to the little green guy. They actually train your brain to find the best solution to a problem. Um, also, games passively teach players new English words from the games they played. I personally learned the words farce, fallacy, and abhor from the game Kingdom Hearts. And this is something I never imagined from actually playing Kingdom Hearts. And finally, <laughs> and most obviously, games help players to relax and release tension and have shown potential of satisfying deep psychological needs. Uh, participants in the study also reported they, that they play video games before doing their homework to study more effectively and efficiently. This is something uh, a bit counterintuitive. You don't really... 
um, tell your students to play your video games first before you go and do your homework. That's oh, yeah. not something quite normal. So what do you think uh, are your thoughts on this, Akif? Um, well, I think it's, it's not entirely wrong to actually uh, play games before doing your work. Uh, when you, for example, when you set games as your hobby, you are making yourself more human because uh, the, if the first thing of the day you do is, or you just uh, study first and then uh, continue studying for the day, you're being like a robot, you know? So um, you might as well uh, enjoy first, like have the dopamine first. Right, right. Get that motivation, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's a, it's a bit... If you're going to study the whole day without any rest, without thinking about how you're treating your brain, you're probably doing some damaging results to your mental health. And I, I think we've discussed this in uh, the last episode, that mental health is extremely important. And if you think that you're doing a bit too much, you're over the limit, go and spoil yourself. And for me and Akif, we think that games are a great outlet for us to release our tension. Up until now, we've discussed a lot, quite a number of uh, benefits that games might provide to our students. But surely, uh, the pros comes with the cons, right? So I think we're done here with the first segment. I think we'll be proceeding to the very next segment right after this short break. And we're back. Thanks for sticking by with us for the second segment. All right, Akif, we've shared on the good. It's time to dig deeper into the bad and the ugly. So what do you have in store for us, Akif? If you ask me, video games do have their disadvantages, particularly when you play too much. Like in any case, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing, right? Like water, if you drink too much water, there's this thing called water toxicity, right? Right, uh, yeah, yeah. Another thing about these disadvantages of gaming is that it comes differently based on individuals. So I'd like to point out that excessive gaming may detriment our health. For example, if we play games too many hours a day, we lack outdoor activities. So if we lack outdoor activities, it makes us more lethargic and it may also be related to increase in weight causing us to be to be overweight right so so this lethargic nature can even translate in, into affecting our daily life such as eating food on time uh, drink drinking water not too often and laying in one place for hours staring at the screen we all know that's that's quite unhealthy. Over here, it's more about self-discipline and self-control, is it? Yes, correct. Right. So technically, if I'm playing video games um, with the argument that video games can actually be beneficial to me, but I'm sitting there playing video games for 12, more than 12 hours a day, that's not good. That's not going to bring any, a lot of beneficial things yeah. to me, right? So it's about self-discipline or in this discussion right now, right? Yes. All right. Okay. Got you. All right. Um, it might also uh, affect sleeping time, right? So if if in one day, let's say school day, we play video games until two to three a.m. I know, I know. Even I've done this sometimes. Like even you've done it before, right? 
So uh, it, it might even, uh, yeah, it will affect our academics because the next day when we go to school, we end up being relatively more tired. Right, right. Oh, but also, um, in a survey made by the 2006 report, it actually showed that, okay, yes, one person actually complained that as he played too many video games, uh, he, he's compromising in his sleep. But he did mention that he will always prioritize uh, studies over games or anything else. That means, although he sleeps less, he never diverges his attention in class. So he doesn't let video games compromise him uh, for that matter. So over here, again, it relates back to self-discipline. If you think you can handle playing video games late at night and sleeping late, but still waking up early and being very uh, vigilant in class, then that's totally fine. You're doing video games as uh, something that you enjoy. But if you're doing too much video games and you're not sure whether you can stay up in class the next day, then that's going to be very, very uh, terrible for you because you're not going to pay attention at all. So again, it's back to self-discipline and knowing yourself where you stand in this yeah. case, right? Right. Uh, just, I have a question for you, Akif. There's been a few reports saying that video games, especially violent video games, actually make students violent. Is that true? Oh, well, about that, um, even I myself, uh, I do play like violent games sometimes a bit. Uh, and where there's a lot of uh, blood and all, uh, those actually show the violent acts, but it does not mean that the person who played the game will do that kind of act. Because there's even many other factors that will affect someone to do violent stuff, like psychological matters such as maybe their family background, their financial status, their stress levels, instead of focusing on video games causing people to be more violent, why not say like uh, financial status or the government condition causing people to be more violent? We should instead focus on that bigger matter. Right. I do have to mention this though. Um, it was actually a really crucial uh, situation back when uh, the California shooting was still rampaging all over the news. And then uh, the president of the United States mentioned that he blamed uh, violent video games. But the statistics doesn't match up. It actually showed that as the number of violent video games uh, releases increased, the number of mass homicides actually decreased. So um, from that data, we're not making uh, a relationship that as not the number of video games increase, the mass homicides decrease. We're not saying that. In fact, we're not saying anything. There's no correlation between the two. You can't make any relationship between video games and being violent yourself. The, the data doesn't match up and no yeah. scientific experiment actually proves so. So yeah, in that defense, video games does not make student violent. We can't make that assumption either way. Right. Uh, another question, Akif, I have for you. So yes. video games and addiction, those two always pair up together. What is your say in this? Oh, yes. Uh, so some people might say uh, video games can even be like a drug, right? So this actually, to me, it relates back to our individual discipline. So for some people, they just 
really cannot handle video games well. Like when they play games, it is too fun for them, making them addicted, causing them to play like 10 hours a day because it's too much fun, right? That should actually be controlled properly with self-discipline. For different people, there are different effects in terms of addiction. So some people might find it okay, some people might not. Right. Yeah, so it's back to, again, to what we've um, noted earlier is that, yeah, it's back to how you see yourself with video games. If you think that you can't handle uh, and you will get addicted, well, that, that, that means video games aren't for you. But that's a question on its own, right? Because how would you know that you will be addicted? Because once you've got addicted, there's no going back. I mean, I can tell from experience, uh, once I was really invested in playing Kingdom Hearts that to the point which I would binge watch people playing that game even when I'm not with my console. So that's how addicted I was. And how should I deal with this? Uh, Well, I think to deal with that is uh, that we should uh, put our priorities. For example, when you, if you're studying, we should, we should put our academics first. And uh, we must make that as a motivation to, to let ourselves put aside video games, even if it's just for a while. Right, right. That's, I think that's so, uh, that's so true. I mean, what I did personally was I made sure that I would have a set quota of how long I should study per day. And once I achieved that data, uh, that quota, sorry, I would then indulge myself with video games. So this actually motivates me to do um, all of my routine studies. It actually acts as a motivation. And yeah. I think yeah. it's, a, it's a great transition from being addicted to making it a motivational tool. Right, so thank you very much uh, for sharing us those information. We'll be moving on to the very last segment right after this short break. Stay tuned. So, Akif, from what we've collected, what would you say would be the greatest consensus of this topic? So, for me, I would say, yes, definitely go ahead and play video games. It has a lot of benefits. It improves brain growth for both the right side and the left side, so on and so forth. But unfortunately, there are some stigmas towards video games that, that makes parents never let their child play video games. We shouldn't restrict their fun time because that is what makes them grow too. Like, like in Malaysia, teachers in primary school will say, Shh, be quiet, or hey you, stop playing. But in Switzerland, teachers would say, go ahead child and play, right? Mm, okay. Mm. So, so uh, do you see the difference there? It's quite interesting to see that um, that the even in Switzerland, the kids there are end up being much smarter and they perform better. And also, even uh, my friend once told me, or once commented on me, he said that, uh, "Hey, why why is it that you play so much of games and and you're still academically fine?" <laughs> uh, uh, he, was, yeah, yeah. he was quite angry with that. Uh, and then I said, um, "Well." You should uh, always uh, do it, do things properly. Where I actually play games in a controlled manner. That was, of course, when 
I was um, not not too addicted to games lah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I mean, we also have to see that scientifically, it has been proven that well, video games can promote brain development. So we are just here left wondering why isn't the school doing anything with this? That's a great opportunity to embed games into education, which of course they have started to do so. We have a lot of game-like based um, education platforms like Quizlets and quizzes, you know, those kinds of yeah, games where you, where you actually have to compete with others. And the feeling when you actually done quite well, the sense of euphoria and this actually promotes, drives you to do a lot better next time. So yeah, yeah. we can see that, okay, yes, they have been implementing a bit of these games into education, but we shouldn't just stop there. We can go onwards and onwards until we find that something that students love playing at the same time gain a lot of educational values. And, you know, this, this could be an inspiration to um, those who are interested in being in the video game industry. Video game doesn't have to be uh, solely targeted to escape studying. Video games can be very mm. educational on its own. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's basically it. Video games on its own can help you, but with a controlled amount of um, hours that you play video games and also knowing how, where you are in playing video games. You can't willy-nilly just uh, say that, okay, I think I'm, I can play video games, so let's do it. No, you really have to reflect on yourself as you, yes. as a person, and then after you play those video games, what you've learned from them. So uh, do you have anything else to share, Akif? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I would like to take this chance to uh, promote from Taylor's College. We have this thing called Madhu, which is Make a Difference United. Mm, so I see, it's right. where uh, our students bring positive impacts to the underprivileged communities. So mm, we, we mm. make a living by what we get, but we make a living by what we give. Uh, so do check out Madhu, PC Madhu underscore official at Instagram. Right. It's really um, inspiring to have an organization helping it's 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 uh, uh all voluntary right yes correct right yeah if you are excited to h- contribute back to society there's always a bunch of these organizations right now making a difference yeah. so thank you very much for your response akif we may have to do a part two uh unfortunately to discuss yes, this a little bit deeper we just only touch surface level to those listeners uh out there if you're a bit frustrated in our very shallow investigation of how uh, video games may affect the brain, we apologize sincerely. We were uh, possibly just running through the facts, but we would go and dive a little bit deeper into this uh, thought process in a later episode. Perhaps um, somewhere next year, 2021 would be something uh, interesting to expect, right, Akif? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, so... <laughs> But, you know, in the end, we'll see what the listeners have to say. If you do want a part two, then go ahead, voice out uh, your opinions. But if you do not want a part two, let's say, uh, that's it. I don't want to hear anything about video games. Think, just go ahead and tell us. We're open for suggestions. Thank you very much for being with, here with us, Akif. And thank you guys for listening. Um, 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This has been Extreme. Goodbye, everyone, and have a really nice day. Bye.